Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Wayward Dragons review episode. Uh, I'm Johnny, and I'm Kelsey, and welcome, welcome to the side episode. <laughs> That's why I started naming them as side episodes. <laughs> we're, uh, we're both a little out of whack. We had a a bye week, just for you know, a couple bye weeks, just because of stress and. Yeah. All that we're both doing a lot personally. I think Kelsey more so than myself, but yeah, so yeah, I got like we might have a, yeah, we might have a little more beef, or a little more yeah. content, a little more cake, whatever you want to call it in this episode. More macaroni and cheese. We got more cheese. Uh, we got all the cheese. Because <laughs> we're like those are tolerant. Ah. So yeah. Anyways, Kelsey, how are you? I've been okay. You know, got got a lot going on. It's just whew. like yeah. the wedding. Yeah, the wedding and two jobs and it. Whew. Whew. It was it was a rough. It's been rough, but we're getting through it. We're getting through it. So, yeah, how have you been? Uh, all right, just. Work, 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 and more work. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't recorded in like it feels like forever. So, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sadly, I didn't get very many books read. What? How many did you read? Only eight. I got seven. You still got to get up on my level. I'm almost. Like the... <laughs> no, I got seven done. If it wasn't for the fact of my first job and all that bullshit, I would have finished my other book today, so I would have had eight. So I only have a couple hours left in that one. Gotcha. Mother truckers. But, I was like, do you want me to go first with the ones that I've read? Uh, yeah, sure. Sorry, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm mentally out of it. No, you're fine. I know your Goodreads wasn't popping up. You're having a minute well, figuring that out. It's up. It's just all the books that I read aren't registering that I read them this year for some reason. And I can't figure out how to fix it, even on the computer. That's weird. So I know, like, some... yes. like, on the app, it does that. And I just give it 24 hours, and then it fixes itself. Oh, well, these have been on here, like, a while. So... Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, I read Clockwork Dynasty by Daniel Wilson. I finished that, where it's like Terminator, but what if Terminator was made by the first race of humans before we even showed up, where the where the second race of humans. So, that was very interesting. The ending was kind of lackluster, but... I'm interested to see where the series goes because it's a, the first book in a series. So that was that was eh. Um, and then I read Children on the Hill by Jennifer McHannon. McManhoon. That eh. So basically I didn't like I liked it but I didn't. There's like five different storylines that you have to keep track of and it's not 
all the same like I'm okay if it's like the same person or like it's the same timeline but like different people within the timeline you know it jumps but, around a lot it, yeah but in this one you've got two different timelines and you've got like three different people so you've got the main character now and then villain now and then and then like the cop in it so there's there's a lot of timelines that you got to keep track of and that sounds confusing it, it yeah but like it it's a little triggering for people it can be i mean <laughs> it, like, it can it be triggering by, was it huh? written by a neurodivergent person I don't know, but like it I goes mean, you on. Know, <laughs> you know how we tell stories. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, but uh, it goes on the idea of it builds on Hitler's kind of idea that he had that you can take a child that basically comes from a criminal family and you know that that's what they do because genetic like within their family tree is just a whole bunch of bad right there everybody's in and out of trouble all the time so the thought is is if you take the child young enough one and take it take the child out of the family and do like some brainwashing, like some serious brainwashing, that they will become a functioning member of society. So nature versus nurture. Kind of. So it it's a little weird because it's it's about kids, and that's one of the timelines. Is it's it's kids and the kids finding out that like this is what's happening to them. And something happens to one of them and she kind of snaps in a way. It's so, I mean, the ending was okay. Like her creepy voice is a little weird, obviously, because I listened to it as an audio. Um, that, you know, that one was okay. Um, I've been listening to or reading, I've been physically reading the Soulwood series by Faith Hunter. I like those books. To me, they're awesome. So I finished up Flame of the Dark, and then I've got the next one on hold. Thank you, library. So I gotta wait for that. Um, and then I started, she's got another series that's called uh, Jane Yellow Rock. And I've, I what, how many of those? Technically three, but I don't count the prequel as a first book. It's just a collection of short stories, and the the some of them happen before the first one, and then there's another one, like the one of the book, one of the short stories happens like further in the timeline. Um, but basically, just kind of, just kind of yeah. a fill in the empty spaces type. Yeah, well, the Jane Yellow Rock and the Soulwood kind of go; they're kind of parallel. They become parallel at um, at a point um, because she has been writing the Jane Yellow Rock series before she started Soulwood. Um, but basically, it follows um, a woman named Jane, and she is a contracted 
rogue vampire hunter, but she is a skinwalker. Huh. And no one knows that she's a skinwalker. And the issue one with her being a skinwalker is um, the the animal within her is is beast. It's it's like a second um, personality almost. It's its own consciousness. And um, a long time ago, when Jane was a little girl and getting introduced into being a skinwalker and this was a long time ago like before trail of tears type thing because she remembers the trail of tears um that beast tried to kill her because she was a baby bobcat and jane shifted her consciousness like took over beast's body it's real weird so she she for a long time was beast and then all of a sudden like she just walks out of the woods one day as a 12 year old has no idea who she is where she's at what year it is like no idea so part of the story because now she's grown she's 21 um figuring herself out and she likes this whole rogue vampire hunter and she gets contracted in um New Orleans, because New Orleans is a hub. Back then. So, um, but it's kind of, because she's, she's part Cherokee. So it's, one, her finding herself spiritually, coming to terms with who she is, because she's not okay with everybody knowing. Um, there's only a few people that know, because just of how the book is, you know, paranormals, all paranormals are real in the book series um so it, it, i've been reading that because my other books on hold those are okay i mean i i like what she writes and then so i i've listened to ghost eaters by clay chapman and i'm gonna give you a warning that is one of the most gruesome books I have ever read in a very long time. That was very gory. That was very detailed. If you were squeamish, I do not recommend it at all. So not something you would read to a child for bedtime. Ooh, oh no, 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 no. This will give us for that. And like it generally creeped me out. Or is it definitely something you should read to a child? <laughs> I mean, if, if you read your child horror stories, go for it. Um, hey, if people are still reading to their ch- children, you know what? Good for them. Good for you. Good for you. For real. Because Dolly Parton's uh, free books only go up to, I think, third grade. The, the um, undercurrent of the book is there's a new drug on the market, and its name is Ghost. And it is... It it opens your world up to the other side and being able to communicate with your past loved ones. And, and that's the hook to the drug is as long as you take it, you can keep talking to your loved ones. What they don't tell you is you slowly go insane. And there's a super, and I mean super toxic relationship 
within the book, I mean, like, super toxic. It, even after death, it's still super toxic. But it is very, very gory, very gruesome. Um, especially the ending. Holy shit. Um, and obviously, because I listened to it, I found the characters very whiny. Like, listening to it. I don't know if that's just, like, a narrator or if that's just how the author wanted them to be portrayed. But, whew, that is not for the faint of heart. I understand why it's in a lot of t people's, like, top five horror books that they've read this year. Um, because it came out a couple of months ago. Holy shit, though. Dude. That, that was... Up. Well, like, it's... So, the drug itself is... A mushroom that only grows on dead bodies, right? So, like, but in order for the mushroom, yeah, but in order for the fungus to grow, it has to grow off of an addict. Okay. Because the mushroom puts the spores in your blood, so when you die, you start producing the mushrooms, basically. So then, in order how to make the ghost first person that you never find out how that happens huh. like but it, yeah it's you know me mr curiosity that's where my like, brain it, automatically goes. It, 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 whew, that was that was nasty that was nasty and then the last one i read was river woman river demon well, i don't know how to pronounce her last name um jennifer guy van she's not so she's a um she's an indigenous novelist and okay. the undercurrent the supernatural current is is very intriguing because it, it deals with um a latin american woman and she is a Buhara? Whatever they call their witches in, in healing Bruja? women. Bruja. Thank you. Um, the main woman in the book is a Bruja. But her husband um, practices hoodoo and voodoo. And he, like, he's a um, he's a professor. He owns a shop. And the crime element of it, that, that it's bullshit. The main storyline, absolute bullshit. Didn't really like it. The occult part, the bruja part, it was actually very intriguing. That was actually really cool to read. Um, it was, it was on the November, um, uh, November books like new released in no it was released last november um in 2022 honestly it was nice it was interesting to like kind of get a taste of all that kind of occult stuff but i would that the crime part of it that's well, freaking I'll bullshit throw that in there for flavor like who well, like it the neighbor dies on their property and like the whole thing is staged to look like her husband did it. He obviously didn't do it. But like 
the solution, uh, like, I'll, I'll give everybody. You mean an occult practitioner who's framed <sighs> for doing something evil? What? We'll talk about that more next week, guys. <laughs> um, but like, it, like normally with true crime, like you kind of got some detective work rocking, you know. In this one, like, the solution literally just, like, falls in her lap. Like, she doesn't do a whole lot. And she's very neglectful of her children. And it, it, yeah. If you, if, if you look it up on Goodreads, just listen to the Goodreads reviews. Don't waste your time with this. It was one of those ones I felt like that was a waste of time for me. I mean, it was interesting to, like, listen to all of it. Like, the Bruja part, but... Honestly, it, it was a waste of time otherwise. <laughs> Honestly, in my opinion. Like, okay. she's very neglectful of her children, and it's just... Yeah. What about you? <laughs> so, I read a lot. No, uh, not really. Uh, so, to start off with, I read... Um, Voice of War, Stone of Light, and Bonds of Chaos by Zach Argyle. They are the Threadlight series. Uh, there's only th- three books in the series. Pretty interesting, different type of depiction of magic and how people get magic. Basically, um, originally people had be able to control magic there's four different types of magic uh there's sapphire emerald amber and onyx and they would actually insert stones into people's hearts to give them magic or you know over time they would have like sediments that built up in their hearts uh as they were you know before they were born to give them magic that was like sediments in the water, and you find that out later in the series. So sorry, slight spoiler alert. Uh, but typically, what you see is the emerald or the sapphire. There's actually one guy who has an emerald and a sapphire, but you can tell by the color of their eyes. So everyone has brown eyes, unless if you have uh, emerald, obviously you have green eyes. If you have sapphire, you have blue eyes, uh, which. You know, as the story goes on, you meet people with, you know, there's somebody with, like, one of each color eye. And then you find other people, as the story goes, that have other abilities and such. But, as I said, very, very interesting take. uh, Especially considering that they view magic as, yes, something that's helpful, but also something that's harmful. Because you can abuse it. And you can become addicted to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's a there's a character that seriously struggles with addiction and struggles with it as the story goes. That you know, very much high fantasy. Uh, the first book came out in 2020, and then the last book came out last year. So the author literally had the entire story planned out and wrote them out from there. Uh, okay. <laughs> I also read. The Economics Book, Big Ideas Simply Explained by DK Publishing. Uh, 
I know it's not going to be interesting for a lot of our listeners, but I don't know. It was decent enough. Uh, I've got to reread it because there's a quote in it I really liked that was a big fuck you to capitalists. Uh, oh, it, it's funny. Well, say it's a big fuck you to capitalists. It's kind of pro the concept of capitalism, but it's also very much uh, anti a lot of the stuff that capitalists preach. And yeah. it's very much like, basically, it's a statement that is about capitalism that can easily be used to counter ultra conservatives on the side of bodily autonomy. Okay. Because the quote, it, I don't know the remember the exact quote, that's why I've got to look it up, but it's something along the lines of, uh, it's a famous economist who said this, but it's, uh, it's our inalienable God-given right to our bodies and the things they produce. Yeah. So basically, you know, it's man's God-given right or woman's God-given right, human's God-given right, whatever you want to say, um, over what they do with their own body and yeah. anything that comes from their body. Yeah. So I just I just think that's funny because that's a like one of the big conservative economists that are saying this. Granted, he's talking directly about you know stuff that you're making to make money off of, but. Yeah. I think it's, you know, something interesting or a different interesting way of looking at things. Um, I also read The Last Ditch and The Greater Good, which are two more of the Caiaphas Kane series in the Warhammer universe. I think I have like one left in the series. Maybe two, maybe 107. I don't know. <laughs> I just, my issue is that I'm too much of a completist and I started these, so I have to freaking finish them. They're good. They're enjoyable. Don't get me wrong. Um, they're a little heavy on military at times, which I'm not a huge fan of, but the overall lore is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I also read Six of Crows and uh, Crooked Kingdom, which were which are by uh, Lee Verdago. They, if you, I'm gonna go on a little show review right here in a minute, involving these. Uh, but they are by the same author who wrote Shadow and Bone. Uh, yeah. take, these books take place two years after. The first one took a little bit getting into the second one I think was a bit better there's characters from Shadow and Bone that show up in it so here's my massive complaint here about the show because I enjoyed the first season and I'm like well this character's not in the book this isn't really introduced well I figured out why after reading these books yeah. is that the, they've introduced characters from the second series into the TV show and it's really bothering me because the second season of the TV show ties in the second book from uh, to Shadow and Bone series and 
the first book from the Crows series, but they take place two years, two plus years difference. And so they're top, but they're tying them in at the same timeline. And there are certain things that are getting crossed. Um, granted, some of the characters they've casted, I do enjoy the casting, but it's like, guys, what <laughs> the hell are you doing? Yeah, that's uh, you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, you can, no. but like, like it's gonna make a lot of stuff not make sense. I feel like if you jump timelines that quick. Yeah, and like I've got a friend who read the first series. I don't think they've read the second series yet. They watched the first season and they're hesitant on watching the second season. And I'm like, yeah, this is what's going on. <laughs> so. Like, without spoilers, this is what they're doing. So, make your decision on what you want to do there. But that's, I think, all the reading I've done. Let's see here. That's two, two, two. Yeah, so nothing. Nothing too major. Crazy. I don't know what series I'm reading next. I've had, like, multiple books pop up as recommendations. Sounds like so I'm listening to. See. I'm in the next Pendergast series. It's or next book. It's the Diogenes Diogenes um, trilogy. So I'm in the second one of that. So. And how is it? I'm not liking it. I'm not liking it. But I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna because finish it. Eh, kinda. Not like they're me. they're good, yeah. Not like you. Um, like they're they're good, but like there's the, the lack, the luster, like the the the. I I just I don't know. I it's not the same. I feel like we're kind of like petering out. I mean, there's a lot more books in the series. I think there's like twenty one now. So she just Dems they just numbers. yeah yeah. So, but I mean, I got some interesting ones from the library. Hold For on. those of you who don't know why I said that, my favorite book series has 41 books in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, them and, and that's just, that's just the regular novels. That's not including, like, the fun things they do to set up the lore and the science of the universe or, you know, uh the kids books they've done or any of the short stories. Yeah. So I picked up, um, the girl who could move shit with her mind by Jackson Ford. That's the I actual like... name of it. Yeah. The girl. That's who could move shit with her mind. And I like the cover because it's got like a whole bunch of like random shit on it. Like, so I, I picked that up from the library because that's what I normally do on, <laughs> on my day. I go to the library. Too Many Curses by A. Lee Martinez. Um, that one just looks a little weird. Oops, all curses. That gutter prayer. Prayer. Where's another one? Oh, The Swashbucklers by Dan Hanks. Look at that. I'm a, I'm a cover. I, I'm... I definitely judge You're books. You're not supposed to read Dodge was a judge a book by its cover. God. I do. I do. And then I got another Anne Rule book in here. I love Anne Rule. 
and there's a couple other like mid-series ones but i wanted you to see those those look cool as shit that's pretty cool but like this one this one's like goonie based if that makes any sense like um uh well i can just read you the back um when Cisco Collins returns to his childhood home for Christmas 32 years after helping save the town from the ancient pirate ghost Dead Man's Grin, he realizes that being a childhood hero is nothing like the movies. Struggling with single parenthood in the wake of his divorce, Cisco isn't really in the festive spirit, and it doesn't help that none of his friends seem to recall their battle against the deadly pirate ghost, or that his dark power seems to be creeping back into the world. <laughs> Uh, it's like a whole bunch of nostalgia it's yeah with the aid of a talking fox an enchanted forest and some magical 8-bit video game consoles cisco must make his friends remember the past and take the fight to dead man's grin once again of course it turns out ghost bunning ghost busting was a lot easier when you didn't have to contend with bad knees, school runs, and your kids' nativity play. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I feel like he probably found some mushrooms in that magic forest. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh... That's what I picked out of the library that I will be completing over the next, like, two-ish weeks. So, because that's what I do, like, when I have a really rough day is I, um... I go to the library because I don't feel bad about um, taking them home, so many home, because I don't have to pay for them. <laughs> I don't feel bad. So, oh, and then I found The Ruin of Kings. Okay. So. That's a big a, book. That's a thick boy. And then The Labyrinth of Dreaming Books. It's in another language. It's translated. I found that out. So, but the cover looks really cool. It's a little dinosaur. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you watch anything interesting? Anything worth of note? Not really. Just me bitching about the Shadow the... and Bone series. Um, okay. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Okay. Okay. I've been working and I had a friend who's been moving uh, who just basically was stuck in a lease with an ex and uh, he basically he gave her opportunities to get out and do better for herself multiple times and she has like addiction issues and he finally got it to the point where he said screw this and I was able to get out of the lease and get a new place, so I've been helping him move. But that's intermediately, and that's about it. Uh, so, yeah, killing myself from that and killing myself at work. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, then, we can wrap this episode up. Um, by the time this episode comes out, we will be a couple of days away from the second Mercury in Retrograde for this year. So that begins April 21st. So just let everybody know. Watch what you say. Pay attention to your car. Make sure you double check them emails. Um, and we will be starting a mini series on the Satanic Panic. 
Yeah. Ah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So join us for that. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. YouTube is where you see my hands and I unbox stuff. My Mindful Souls boxes. Um, and if you have a book recommendation, topic recommendation, or if we have somehow messed all this up, you can email us at thewaywarddragons at gmail.com. Don't forget to Yeah, please us on rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, follow us on social media. Come join us. Cat tax. You get to see all of our kitties. Um, but please rate, review, and subscribe, and please tell a friend. Pretty, 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 please. We would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, I'm Johnny. And I'm Kelsey. Bye. Bye.